here is a question that I received from Tracy. Think back to your own teenage years, and did you ever feel that your emotions were all over the place? Maybe you still do. Many of us do. Uh, But how do you deal with that feeling as a teenager, and what conclusions could you draw that aren't, aren't so good, and how do you turn that around? Hi, Dr. Kenner. I'm a teenager, and my emotions are all over the place. Sometimes I feel great and happy and I sleep well. Other times I feel absolutely terrible about myself, about my body and about my life, and I sleep poorly. I've come close to physically harming myself. For example, when I get really disgusted with myself, I try to vomit up food. I I unsuccessfully. I am close to becoming anorexic, or if you're really vomiting, it might be bulimic, uh, but hopefully you won't go there. I have a lot of self-esteem issues. I never feel good enough for anyone. I'm in an on and off relationship, which powerfully affects my moods. Last night, I was crying my eyes out because of relationship problems. When my emotions are mixed, I get a randomly increased sex drive. I used to have anxiety attacks worried that I would die in my sleep, but I no longer experience that. Can you help Tracy? Tracy, all of what you're describing is common when anyone is in the dark about what emotions are and how their mind works. And as a teenager, I want to congratulate you for reaching out for more information because you are still very young. I mean, any of us can learn how the how, what emotions are and how the mind works. You're giving yourself a head start if you learn it now. So you can also give yourself credit because you did something right in overcoming the anxiety attack which means that you can change. So let's first look at emotions. Now, what causes emotions for any of us to be all over the place? Well, a question we need to ask first are is, what are emotions? And emotions are automatic responses. We don't sit there and say, well, I'm going to try really hard to be angry today. No, you wake up in the morning and you're saying, I'm feeling angry. Or you say, I really want to be happy. I think I'll paste on that emotion. You know, it doesn't work that way. Emotions have causes. And the causes are what we think. And you might think, but I'm not thinking anything. I just feel sad or I just feel angry or I just feel happy. Well, if you look a little closer and ask yourself if your emotion could speak, what would it say? You will see that emotions are based on thoughts. They're based on our evaluations. Is something good for us or bad for us? If we evaluate something as good for us, maybe my husband gives me a wonderful hug or my kids call me and I'm in a good mood. I say, oh, that mood is because I have good relations with them. I like that. If I'm feeling in a bad mood, I want to ask myself what's up. I may think, well, I just feel on overload. My house looks a mess. I need to clean it and I'm feeling anxious and I'm feeling upset with myself that I didn't do this earlier. I didn't, you know, clean the basement or clean the kitchen earlier. You know, there are, listen, there are causes. So those, the emotions are an automatic response. So let's take it into your life. If you're having an interesting fun day and your boyfriend is hugging you and you choose to eat in a healthy manner, you might feel a little happier. Why? If you put your feelings into words, like we're talking about, they might be along the lines of, 
man, I'm capable of making good choices and I'm worthy of having a good relationship with my boyfriend. I like me. I like him. I like my life. That's nice. That's an evaluation, a positive one. And you're building self-esteem by your making the healthier choices, by eating better and by taking care of yourself. And that's going to make you into a happier person. Now let's look at the opposite. Let's say you make one poor choice after another, or any of us do that. How are we going to feel? Let's say you eat way more than you wanted to and you feel self-disgust or you scream at your boyfriend because you don't know a better way to manage your, your the situation. You feel angry and then later guilty. And let's assume that you come to the conclusion that you'll never be able to change, which is not true, but a lot of people falsely tell themselves that. Then that's going to take a toll on how you feel about yourself. If you could translate those emotions into words, they might be along the lines of, I'm never good enough, there's no hope, I'm a loser, I'm unlovable. And how are you going to sleep that night, Tracy? You're not going to sleep very well. And you might be tempted to punish yourself for your bad choices. By what? By forcing, trying to force yourself to vomit or hurting yourself, like you said, which is going to do what to you? You're going to look at those actions and lower your, that's going to lower your feelings about yourself. It's going to lower your self-respect and you're going to feel not good enough for anyone. So what can you do to help yourself? Give yourself the gift of learning how to value yourself. You want to treat yourself gently and supportively the way you would treat a best friend. And in fact, that's called the best friend technique. Maybe you heard someone in your childhood, a parent, a relative, a sibling, or a bully, that kept telling you, you're not good enough, and you bought into it. Sometimes we carry those words with us through life. You want a skill to be able, or many skills to be able to challenge that. You want to learn what it takes to build self-esteem. And you can learn what causes emotions too. Anger, frustration, sadness, or happiness. I recommend the book Mind Over Mood, which is at my website, drkenner.com. You also mentioned that you, you, your sex drive um, uh, kind of goes a little crazy at times uh, when you're feeling not so good and you want to understand what causes sex drive yes you're a teenager so part of it's just hormonal uh, fluctuations but sex is understandable and you can get my book that I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke uh, The Selfish Path to Romance How to Love with Passion and Reason and you can look up the chapters on how to make yourself lovable how to communicate better how to have good a good sex life and you may be a little young for that yet. It's good to have a foundation to build upon though and getting information can help you avoid a lot of mistakes. So take the mystery out of any emotional roller coaster that you're on and you want to give yourself a more enjoyable, happier you by working toward that end. And you can check out other books that I've written on drkenner.com. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. Uh, give me a call toll free 1-877-DR-KENNER. Oh,